0: And welcome back we've taken a few months the last time we were on we talked about Dr. Strange of the Multiverse of Badness and people had many thoughts on that and uh, well many more Marvel projects have come out since then and we're not going to be going point by point on Marvel stuff mainly because there's way too much of it and Honestly, as much as I enjoy consuming Marvel stuff, I want to talk about other things. (laughs) And there are plenty of voices out there uh, that have plenty to say about Marvel and all of that. So, um, when we want to talk about Marvel, we will, but that's not going to be our drive going forward. So, if you're looking for that, literally just jump on TikTok, uh, your latest (laughs) podcast feed, whatever you want. Uh, we're going to be talking about other stuff. Yep. So, uh, So little bit of uh, behind the scenes. We are recording this before the month of October, but we will be releasing this episode in the weeks leading up to Halloween. Um, We're gonna be trying out some new formatting, some new theming, uh, as we're in around specific large holiday times where movie themes seem to fit really well. Um, We're going to try to match those other holidays uh namely easter it's a little harder to theme uh movies around uh but things like halloween christmas valentine's day it's a little easier to find themes of movies to uh to go with so um starting this week we're going to be starting our halloween series and uh if you're thinking that means we're going to be doing a lot of horror uh probably nah. not um we <laughs> we're, we're going to pick things that likely have horror elements uh but probably aren't going to be really horror based and there's a couple reasons for that one uh neither you nor i is really just an absolute horror fan um but also because there's a side of halloween and a lot of other um Holidays that speaks more to me and I think more to you and that's the the more festive and um, magic side of of different holidays whether it's uh Christmas whether it's um Halloween I I lean more into that yeah so Uh, This week's episode, we are going to be talking about Hocus Pocus. Now, at the time that we are releasing this, uh, that we're recording this, they're getting ready to release Hocus Pocus 2. Um, It is already out for you if you're listening to this episode. Um, I don't know if it's good or not, so I'm not going to talk about that. (laughs) Um, But this week we are talking about Hocus Pocus from 1994, I believe. I'm not looking at the facts in front of me, so... I could be wrong by a year, um, <laughs> but before we watch the movie, we have not watched the movie yet together. Yeah. Uh, I have not watched it since the 90s, I believe. Okay. Um, I want to talk to you about expectations. So what, we're getting ready to sit down and see this movie, I know you've seen a trailer or two and you've seen pictures what are your expectations for this movie what are you expecting tone wise are you expecting to enjoy it what what are you ex- what are you expecting as we go into this
1: um so as I've been thinking on this I think my expectations of this movie is I think there are three witches um, kids are going to stumble upon the witch's house whatever um and they're gonna need these witches help to save their community and there's gonna be a lot of fun uh what's the word i'm looking for like hijinks hijinks yeah humor and just crazy things happening that just you know they kind of stumble on
0: so i want to go ahead and check your expectations right now that is not what happens in this movie
1: okay well, I, I you know I've never seen it and that's the picture in my head
0: that's fine I before we go into this movie there's a there's a part of me that that wanted to let you go in with that and uh. have it flipped entirely on its head with no warning okay, that's there's okay. another part of me that I'm like um, I want, I want you to there are three witches um, and there are kids. Okay. Um, so
1: I had that that part right. That's yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, beyond that, I'm I'm not gonna say a ton. I'm gonna actually hold what I remember about this movie until we're we've seen it and, and we're on the backside. I will respond more with how I remember feeling about the movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I remember the movie being scarier than I thought it was going to be. Okay. Um, I remember the movie um, being better than I thought it was going to be. Um, it's... I didn't know really what to expect. I was expecting more of a quirky comedy based on the trailers that they released. Um, and it's more i don't even know how to describe it but it it very much aligned with uh, we've talked about off the podcast um but we've talked about the it had i not been deeply inside of a uh evangelical uh southern baptist church i probably would have been a goth kid (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah and uh and and a lot of my entertainment sensibilities then and now kind of lean into that Mm -hmm. um i'm i'm not going to be putting on dark makeup i don't have enough hair to grow my hair out long Um, (laughs) but the the kind of melancholy spirit that kind of goes along with a lot of the art that comes out of that particular vibe it appeals to me and and i get it i i I very much get it and so this kind of leans into that and and this movie while it's not as comic as i remember casper being casper is another one we're thinking about maybe doing yes um it it hits some of the twinges of that and I think there's a little bit of that Steven Spielberg, uh, Amblin Entertainment, the things you liked about Stranger Things, yeah, um, and without going into the the full-on horror elements about Stranger Things that you don't like, yeah, and that so completely
1: turn me off of the latest season. <laughs> we're we're
0: not gonna, <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna do, we're not that. Gonna do that. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna focus on things we enjoy. We're gonna yeah. revisit things and. <laughs> If we don't like something, we're just going to move on. Yeah. And it wasn't for me. And that's it. It's. We've, we've got a cat that's interested in our podcasting. Um, <laughs> but guys, we're a little rusty. We were probably a little rusty before we took a break. Um, but we're coming back and we're going to try this new format where we do a brief interview before we watch uh, something or consume something we watch it and then we come back give our thoughts and that's our episode but um, we're, we're trying out some new formatting just some ideas I've enjoyed from other podcasts in the interim so we'll see what we find out we're going to take uh, what will seem like a very short break to you will we'll be the length of time to watch a movie and potentially do other stuff uh, <laughs> before we record uh, the back side of this episode but Uh, Thank you for coming back. If you are just now joining us, we hope this is a good jumping on point. Uh, Please leave us five stars on your podcast app of choice. Um, And if you've got favorite things or uh, movies or or television shows or other stuff you think we would like based on our taste, uh, please let us know. And uh, we will be right back after this. we're back Mm -hmm. and so right off the bat this is your first time watching this movie (laughs) part of the reason it's the first one we're doing it's one you've never seen before Uh uh-huh what did you think
1: it was a really fun movie um nothing i not what i expected at all yeah um but it was a lot of fun i understand like whenever i tell people yeah i haven't seen that and they gasp like what you need to watch it So I was worried that all the hype would kind of make me like, what, this is terrible, whatever. But no, I thought it was a lot of fun.
0: So coming back to it, revisiting it, it's simultaneously sillier than I remember and more earnest and grounded than I remember. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I said it a couple times while we were watching the movie, but, um, I I miss the constant use of location shoots and mm-hmm. practical sets, um, and I really felt that while watching this movie, and it's got me to to take hopefully the most negative part of of this. I I feel like our our modern filmmaking is missing something. Yeah. Um, from watching this this is a kids movie i i mean it's it's probably not for super young kids but it's it's a kids movie and it's it brought a lot of the feelings of those amblin entertainment uh more family friendly Mm -hmm. movies and between the location shoots and what looked like it was in and around Salem, Massachusetts. Uh, the the sets when they weren't on location, like the graveyard set and the and the witch's house. Those are those are both great sets. Yeah. I I'm simultaneously interested to see the sequel that's already out. If you're listening to this and is is coming out as as we're. About two weeks from today, as we're recording this, and I also don't want to see it <laughs> because uh, I, after seeing this and enjoying this, I'm hesitant to revisit the well uh-huh. um, because I feel like the more you revisit the well, the less you're you're gonna get. And so I have no idea if we'll we'll watch the, the sequel or not. I'll probably watch for reviews and if a majority of them are negative, I'll probably stay away from it at least initially just I I don't want to wade into that. But I Yeah, like you, I came back more positive than I was expecting. I came I came in deliberately cynical in this movie, and this is one I've seen. Yeah. Um and I came in thinking I was going to have to fish for compliments. And I really didn't. <laughs> everyone commits. And I mean everyone commits. Yeah. And this this movie, from the kid actors to the actors playing the parents to the ac- uh, actors playing the witches, no, one, no one's phoning it in. Like, on paper, Bette Medler and Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy Najimy should be phoning this in. (laughs) And they're not. They fully commit to the stupid and incredibly wild things they have to do as the witches. And they're all in. And They look like
1: they're having fun. They look
0: like they're having fun. And then the kid actors, with a couple of exceptions... Commit to their characters. the 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 least convincing part of the movie is when Max, the main character, uh, is telling, answering his dad, "What are you dressed up as?" And he's like a rap singer, and I was like, "Okay, this this was written by a cop." Uh, but I I really. Really enjoyed what this movie is. It's definitely a product of its times. It's it's definitely a movie from the early nineteen nineties. Nineteen ninety three, by the way. Yeah. Um, what did you
1: say earlier? Ninety four. Nineteen
0: yeah. ninety three, July nineteen ninety three. Reading a little bit of trivia. Apparently, it was moved back to July to avoid competing with Disney's other Halloween release, The Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> um. And. The movie made money, but it didn't make as much money as it would have had it released on Halloween. This is a great Halloween movie. I would argue that this is one of the best, as far as holidays, Halloween movies there is. Um, And I really enjoyed it. Uh, There's just the right amount of horror elements for a family movie without it being earnestly terrifying. Yeah. Um, the witches start off spooky at the beginning. They, There's a little bit of horror, more comedy uh, in the middle when they come back. But after they... Uh, full spoilers. Uh, after they die the first time, uh, second time actually in the movie, uh, and they come back, uh, they definitely take on more of a horror bent yeah. when they come and they steal Danny away yeah um I I was really impressed with the direction I was impressed uh the music uh John Debney who's done he did uh, Iron Man 2 he did The Passion of the Christ he's done tons and tons of film scores he did Elf um he did a really good job with the music score on this. Uh, there's a certain young NCISer as, uh... Tim,
1: Timmy, Tim?
0: Huh?
1: I'm trying to remember his name on NCIS. I think it's Timothy. Tim.
0: Timothy? I said, I think it's Timothy. Timothy, and so I picked up the wrong phone. Because yours is right there for the we're recording uh, f- on. yeah, it's okay. Um, <laughs> But make sure I'm still recording. Yes. Uh, So, if the sound goes weird, it's because I'm holding a recording device and doing a a search at the same time. (laughs) Um, But seeing young actors who've gone on to do other things like Thora Birch, um, Vanessa Shaw, uh, one of... uh, a bit character in this. We've uh Betsy and I've been watching through Quantum Leap. Uh-huh. And so seeing that character come back was uh was funny. Sean Murray, um who is Tim. Tim McGee.
1: Tim McGee.
0: There we go. I'm it was Tim. Uh as uh thackeray binks the character who was apparently named by someone with a lisp (laughs) um and what's really interesting is he's only really the character's body um the voice is uh by jason i'm blanking on his name he played terry mcginnis in batman beyond he's uh max from the goofy movie Um, Anyhow.
1: (laughs) I'm like, I have no idea.
0: He's only one of the best voice actors on the planet. Uh Um, I'll come back to it later. He's Will Friedel's uh, uh, Friedel's best friend and best man. Um, Amazing, amazing uh, actor. Uh, But anyhow, the whole movie works really well. The special effects for... uh, cat thackeray uh worked incredibly well uh, for 1993 digital yeah. effects yeah um you can definitely tell they're aged yeah. but they're because they're used sparingly and just the cat's head really i was impressed yeah i i, I was like oh there's no way that this age well and it aged incredibly well um trying to think of what else. Uh, The miniature work was really, really great. What else do I wanna just talk about this movie? It was really weird that there was a 30-year-old bully uh, picking (laughs) on uh, Max. It was also really weird how everyone just had to yell about him being a virgin all the time. (laughs) Like that was the biggest insult in the world that this 15, 16-year-old kid was a virgin. (laughs) He's like, hey, this kid's not sleeping around all the time. <laughs> He's like, I'm like, this kid barely has hair on his body. I'm like, <laughs> take it easy on him. <laughs> uh, also, for a PG movie, it was a little weird that, how much yeah, they were making they fun all of that and it like, <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I... I enjoy finding movies like this that are... They're not horror, they're not comedy, they're not adventure, but they're kind of a blend of all of those, and they work really well together. Yeah. And I miss... I miss when movies like this, the Amblin Entertainment-type movies, were treats. Uh, When it was... You got two or three of these a year, um and maybe you only got one a year and then the rest of the year you you know you you watched what else came along or you watched your old vhs's and now i feel like we get so much content all the time i mean every streaming service has their own unique movies and tv shows that are coming out uh and then you've got the reboots remakes and everything else note to self, make a reboots and remake section for the movie uh, watch watch list. Um, And there's so much coming out all the time now. Even when there's stuff that's really good, it gets so lost in the churn that I'm I'm afraid for the movie that comes out and is really, really, really amazing, Mm -hmm. but we don't see it yeah um and this one i mean even this one and back in 1993 when movies came out it went up head to head with jurassic park it's even it's even same audience and it made again it made money uh 43 million on a 22 million dollar budget and It lost out just because it was going up against Jurassic Park and they didn't want to put it head-to-head with the other Halloween movie. <laughs> and thinking on today if this was released, this exact same movie is released, it's a Netflix original or it's a Disney Plus original, and because it's coming out against the new Marvel show and the new uh, Star Wars show and the new Lord of the Rings thing and the new this and the new that and our our attention is so ADHD now we, mm-hmm. we don't have a, a centralized like oh it's the new Disney movie well now Disney's releasing a new movie like, yeah. like two a week um, I fear we're going to miss out on stuff like this uh, bringing it back to the movie itself and uh, instead of just staying on my rabbit trail of a of a preachiness it's I I want this type of movie to be special but I also want to see us go back to this being a thing and I, I fear I fear one of two things happens either we don't make this type of movie anymore or we make too much of it yeah um, I love superhero movies. We're gonna take a long break from talking about superhero stuff, just because there's so much of it now. I, I'm not even caught up with everything now, and and to be honest, I'm I'm kind of enjoying the break because there's other stuff I want to watch. I wanna I wanna watch. Quantum Leap. I've never watched through Quantum Leap all the way mm-hmm. and I'm enjoying that right now. And I want to I want to read some books and I want to I don't know, it's almost a full-time job <laughs> taking in content and even taking the 6-month break from podcasting to sit down and actually enjoy what we enjoy. We watched all the way through Cobra Kai, seasons one through five, yeah. over the course of about three weeks, and really enjoyed that. We'll talk about that, I'm sure, at some point when we go through Karate Kid.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but, for this movie, talking about this particular movie, a movie where the through line is talking about the plot, it's about a brother who loses his sister. And so because of a curse he sticks around to help another brother who might lose his sister. Yeah. And there's a really great through line in that. And and the movie plays with that and it plays really well. Like I didn't cry during this, but I got a little bit choked up a couple of times <laughs> specifically at the end. Yeah. Um and it plays with that theming really well. In a way that now, I don't know that we do that without it becoming heavy-handed. And it's hard. It is really hard. I'm writing some stuff myself right now. And there is a fine line between we are way too jokey and okay, this is a little (laughs) heavy-handed. And that's that's a hard balance to hit. And somehow this movie hits it. This movie hits... It hits some jokes that don't work, and somehow the movie still works. I'm. There are some jokes that are downright cringy in this movie,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that somehow didn't ruin the movie for me. Yeah. I actually thought about it when a couple of jokes went wrong, in this movie. I I should have checked out, and I did. And I don't know how much of that is choice and how much of that is the pacing of the movie. This is a brisk movie. It's it's like an hour 35. Perfect amount of time for this movie. Yeah. Um, Any more, it's too much. Any less, and they skip integral plot. And it's just perfect. Um, It's not a perfect movie. It's a perfectly paced movie. I want yeah. to be clear about that. Um, there's tons of flaws. The, there's some supporting characters that don't really work. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically the two bullies. The, the two bullies are the, are the standout. Like, I don't know how much of this is time and place. I don't know how much of this is... We, we talked about it. Bullies in, in movies and TV's shows are, are written by people in their 30s and 40s and sometimes 50s. And they're written as these thugs who are out to, like, assault or harass other kids.
1: Yeah.
0: And I feel the hypothesis I had while we were watching the movie was these kids are the byproduct of either writers remembering their own bullies and, and memory is a funny thing. We remember things mm-hmm. almost always exaggerated.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, that's why we use statements like always and never when we complain <laughs> about something. Yeah. Um, or it's how an adult fears teenagers are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we've got some kids who live on our street. We, we closed the front door while we recorded, we've still got windows open. Mm-hmm. But there's some kids on our street who are enthusiastic we'll we'll call them enthusiastic and what that's code for when i say that is they are loud Uh and what i mean by them being loud is they're teenagers (laughs) and if i allow my mind to run wild they're out to destroy things what that really means is I'm afraid they're out to destroy things. Yeah. And really, they're just teenagers. They're just kids. They are no more obnoxious or loud than we were as kids. Right. Um, And by we, I mean our generation. You and I were quieter kids, and we could still be pretty loud. Yeah. Um, But that's, that's kids. Yeah. And the 30-year-old man and the 16-year-old grunge kid who were the bullies (laughs) in this film are... They are stereotypes of stereotypes. And for this type of movie, that's what you do. You you stereotype. But I was sitting there shaking my head. I was like... I was like, one, the grunge kid... You can tell that everyone was afraid of grunge kids. And, And the... And the thirty-year-old bully, Ice.
1: <laughs>
0: I was like, why? Why is this like super duper, super 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 duper senior uh, <laughs> bullying these kids? <laughs> like his kids should be in high school by now.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: um. But they even they don't ruin the movie. Right. They you're very glad when they get their comeuppance.
1: Right.
0: By the way, so at the end of the movie, they're still stuck in the cage in that house. Right. So, I, I've been all over the place in, in this review, and that's my rambly style. And if you're listening to this, and you've listened to our previous stuff, apparently you like that. Um, <laughs> but let's let's hit a few... Real quick, bullet point uh, topics. I want to know what was your favorite part of the movie. What's the thing in the movie you would have left out? And then, what's one element that if you changes it, it brings the movie up a level? So, I'll go first. So, the thing that stands out for me in this movie, above anything, is... Probably the lead actor, Omri Katz. So this kid, um, at the time, Time Machine Back, he had starred in a TV series called Erie, Indiana. Um, It was one of a bunch of shows that came out around the same time that were kind of into the young adult thriller slash horror um, element of things. You had shows like Goosebumps, Are You Afraid of the Dark?, Erie, indiana and round the twist from australia all that came out around the same time and they were around the weird things that happened and they were a lot of fun but a lot of times the actors who are involved in that are child actors they're not great this kid owned this movie yeah and went toe to toe with Beth midler it did great um he didn't do a ton of acting past the 90s, but fantastic performer. I, I cannot applaud him enough for his role in this movie. He starts out not strong and quickly powers up through the movie. And and by the end, you're rooting for him. Yeah. Um, thing that could be better, I would have tightened up some of the humor for the sisters. Um. I felt like the jokes were a little loose and there was about, I would say there was about a 40% success rate with the humor with the witches. Yeah. What worked, worked. A large portion of it didn't. Um, But I think the reason that the humor was so present for those characters was A, to keep the roles fun for the actresses and B, so that the movie didn't get too dark. If you let this movie go a step or two darker, it's a PG-13 teen horror movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and the last mm-hmm. thing, one thing that if you changes it, uh, that if you change it, brings the movie up a whole new level, um, I recast um, Thackeray Banks to where it's the same actor as the actor and voice okay. of the cat and I'm going to throw you a curveball I throw out both the voice actor and I love Jason Marston I finally oh, remember there his you. last name and um, what's, his play, what's his name who played Tim McGee I, Sean Murray uh, I throw out both of them teenage Leonardo DiCaprio as both the voice and as Thackeray Banks, that's takes the movie up to a whole new level
1: interesting all right so my turn all right okay now i'm trying to remember the bullet points you said that
0: all right thing that made the movie for you thing that you think was a little weak and then thing that if you change it brings it up to a whole new level.
1: Um what made the movie for me um I'm really bad on this. Part. No, it's okay. Um
0: when you think about about what you enjoyed watching that movie, what is the thing that consistently comes to mind? Person, performance, setting, writing. It doesn't have to be a person. It can be a <laughs> right. thing. All right.
1: Let's see. The, um... Guys, I'm so sorry. My, my brain. You know how my brain works. They, uh... I like the setting. I like the... the, the Salem. Small, the small town of Salem. As... Just before you were you were saying, Man, I never want to go to Salem, Massachusetts. I was sitting there thinking, Oh my gosh, I would love to go to Salem, Massachusetts. Um I like the town, I like the the setting, I like the
0: um No just the feel of it to be clear, but, I don't want to go to this Salem.
1: Right. But I don't know, I liked the actors, I like I like Bet Midler as the the oldest sister which whatever. Yeah. Um, but I felt like Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy Najimi did a great job. It's Like the ditzy kind of one was ditzy and one was just kind of strange. I don't know. Gone. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. They were, they played really well together. Um, yeah. The, What's uh, your weak link? My weak link. Um. I don't know.
0: Okay, it's alright. Really so
1: one of the things I thought they could have done with that was the was the. Bus driver sexually harassing
0: them. <laughs> yeah, that that, that, that could I'm have like, gone that, without. I'm like, they, they they just
1: did not need that. They, they yeah, that they
0: could have. Yeah, that was a little. Whole like, that was a little something for your drunk uncle that came along with the family to watch the movie. Okay.
1: Right. Um.
0: But, so. What what, what thing would you change to bring this up from? Let's say this movie on a scale of one to ten, it's about a seven or an eight. What do you do to bring it up from a seven or an eight to a nine? Uh, to an eight or nine. How would you make this better, besides removing the bus driver?
1: Yeah, um... I think I would've made the parents a little bit more involved in trusting their kids, or believing their kids.
0: Do you think that makes the movie better?
1: I don't know, in my mind I feel like it does. So... I them just Because the kids save the day.
0: So it's a it's an Amblin type movie. So that's the movie.
1: That's true.
0: Like if the parents trust the kids, the movie's over halfway through. True. Very
1: true. I don't know. I just I guess as an adult now watching this, you know, I know, I've never seen this, but for these types of movies, as an adult, I'm just thinking, wow, the parental supervision is just not there. But and you, I'm not a parent.
0: Yeah. But you have to remember. You have to remember. <laughs> two things one this the style of movie yeah parents don't trust kids two it is the 1980s 1990s and this is the era of door latch kids
1: yeah
0: um whatever yeah uh it it is the it is the era of it is the era of hey dinner's in the in the fridge microwave it be I'll be home
1: by dark. <laughs> I'll,
0: I'll be home by dark or after. Yeah. And and that's just, that's the era of that happening. Yeah. It's it's there immediately before helicopter parents. Yeah. And so you have to, you have to take that into...
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, I liked it. I'm like, I'm bad at dissecting things and see, okay, I didn't like this, you know, except for the bus driver thing. I just felt like it, that that's wasn't right. necessary, especially for a kid's movie, but...
0: Like, um, like I said, that's that's for the drunk uncle who comes home. Yeah. and he's like, yeah, I always like a good broad. <laughs> yeah. I
1: don't know. I thought it was, I just thought it was a fun movie to, to just watch and enjoy and just mindless kind of. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. All right. So I think that's all we've got to say this week for Hocus Pocus. Um, will we talk about Hocus Pocus 2 if we see it and like it sure if we see it and we don't like it nope and if we don't see it nope. so uh, enjoy your week everybody we'll be back next week with another Halloween movie Um, don't know what that is just yet I've got a whole list got to sort through it we're figuring it out figuring out our new format trying to be a little bit more consistent. But thank you for coming back. If you're returning, if you're a new listener, thank you as well. Please rate us five stars. Please share us with people you like. Please extra share us with people you don't like. Um, And uh, after all this, just keep enjoying your favorite things. Have a great week.
1: Bye.